Yeah, man. Um, Shit. On the Rise with D'Lo and Denali, a podcast celebrating EDM's rising artists, industry playmakers, and key figures, where we extract the knowledge you need to get to where you want to be in the scene. Join us as we listen to some of the most intriguing stories, experiences, and lessons firsthand from those on the rise. What is going on, Groovers? Welcome back to another On The Rise podcast with your hosts, D'Lo and Denali, man. We're so happy to be back with another episode so soon. Uh, today, we have a special guest coming out of Loma Linda, California. He just released his first studio album, 777. Give it up for the one and only Bloomhouse. Bloomhouse, baby. Yo, yo, yes, yo, sir. Yo, yo. Bloomhouse in the house. <laughs> What's going on, What's brother? Up, How are you? Good, man. How are you guys? Good, man. I'm happy to do this with you. Uh... We tried to do this once. Yeah, second round. <laughs> we, we tried to do this the first time, and it did not go right whatsoever. Right. But more of the story is we tried. We, we made an effort to do it. We and, did. And I'm so glad we were able to do it even sooner than we even talked about. Right, yeah, yeah, because we are supposed to do it on Tuesday. Yeah. So It's really cool, man. And we got Denali here today. And yes, yeah. man. So that's a, that, that was something I'm actually really glad about, too. Yeah, you know? and we're right on schedule. This we d- We're... <coughs> seven days out from the last one yeah yep. hopefully able to put this out actually by tuesday let's go bro yeah, yeah i'm excited this is so thank you guys for having me on for sure yeah so. man we wanted to have you on uh we think you've done great things in the matter of time that you've been doing them um studio album man crazy <laughs> that's yeah, insane crazy 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 but before we get into that man i think we got to let the people know the journey of boom house right we got to let them for know sure. uh how you came to be, how you got into the scene, right. all, the, all the good stuff that people are wanting to know, and the the future DJs and producers that are trying to get in the game, maybe giving them some advice to uh, get in the game. You know what I'm sure. saying? <clears throat> Give yeah. them some some firsthand experience of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I gotta ask right away, Bloomhouse. How how did you get the name? So Bloomhouse actually. For a while, I was calling myself a lot of different things. I was calling myself Golden Boy. I had a uh, Divinity under my belt. I had. Ooh, <laughs> I like that one. I had some central. A couple different names that I was tossing <laughs> around. And I was like, just none of them were sticking. And so I was like, I was flipping through Instagram and I saw this. I'm pretty sure it was a Zillow ad or an Airbnb ad, something like that. But it's for this house in Austin, Texas that was built in the 1970s called the Bloom House. Okay. Um, built out of actually pretty advanced for that time. Mm-hmm. Took I can't remember how many years it took to build, but it's made out of par- polyurethane foam. Okay. Um, and so, but that name, the Bloom House, and I'm looking at the structure. And if you look it up, you you guys know me. I love mushrooms. Yeah. Like trippy stuff. And this house just kind of like fit my vibe so well. And then the name kind of like just came out of the the screen mm-hmm. you know it metaphorically but i was like that's it you know you tripping or <laughs> <laughs> starts floating <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's how that's how bloom house came to be i settled on that name and like i was saying it over and over like yeah. you know like let's go bloom house <laughs> <laughs> yeah like like if you, if you uh, the crowd perspective right like yeah. them yelling your name like how would it sound and it fit like i was like i was like i could hear this okay. you know <laughs> So, it, I mean, we'll we'll get more into the, the fest later on, but it, like I have a video from the fest, and in the beginning, everyone's chanting like "Bloomhouse." Oh, that's, that's and awesome! And I was man. like, Bye. "That's awesome!" I thought back to that time, and I was like, "Dude, that's crazy, bro!" Like I remember saying that, you know, and seeing how it sounded, and then hearing a whole bunch of people say it on video, it kind of like gave me chills. Oh man, that's beautiful. Yeah, I can only imagine, man. So yeah, man. Anyway, that's how that's how Bloomhouse came to be. That's a really cool story about that, man. I mm-hmm. I I really didn't even know there was a house called Bloomhouse. Before you. (coughs) (laughs) I didn't either until that ad, bro. And I hate ads. I hate Instagram ads. I'll I'll always scroll past them. But this one kept on popping up on my feed. And I was like, I had to stop and see what... Like what? What do I keep flipping past? That like I was about to block it because usually I do that on all like Instagram ads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so I was about to do it, and then I was like, wait a minute. I was like, that's kind of cool. And then I looked into it. So 
Would you say it, it took a little bit for the name to stick or like you knew instantly like No. It was like it was instantly. Yeah. Like literally within like a couple seconds or well maybe like a minute, you know? I was just like Yeah, I kinda like played around with it like Exactly. I think that that's gonna work. That's yeah, the one, chief. One hundred percent. Yeah, that was the one. And then I just, yeah, I I've worn it like a badge, like yeah, a badge like of a bad, honor. Yeah, bro, for real, like badge of honor. Hell yeah. So, so when do you say you're <coughs> certified Bloomhouse? Like when when did you say? Uh, do you have like a, a year? We've had a, we've been friends for a long time. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> uh-huh. And I I remember the Golden Boy era, <laughs> and I thought that was a cool name as well and the concept and everything, but I don't exactly remember when. Like that was decided. I think it was right before Lost in House. Okay. That yeah, so yeah, yeah. it was maybe like a month or two before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Before we get into the the journey itself and like your album and all that, I want to know when and where, at what age did you find yourself listening to EDM? When did you exp- when did you first hear it? When did you like embrace it? When did you say, "Oh yeah, this is the." This is what I want to be in. This is like my scene. 2018 hard summer. Ooh. Okay. Yep. Okay. Right after I graduated, man. Ooh. So, I mean, I hadn't really recognized what electronic music was yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'd obviously listened to it before. Like I was listening to Flume, uh, Odessa, Petite Biscuit. Like, but I didn't really recognize. I just recognized his music as music. Sure. You know, mm-hmm. like. <coughs> It doesn't really make sense. Like, obviously, like, rap is rap, hip, you know, EDM is EDM. But, like, I didn't look at music like that. Like, it was something I, you know, I just listened to music. Um, So, I think back in high school, I was listening to, like, Odessa and Flume, stuff like that. But Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't until 2018, Hard Summer, that I was like, oh, (laughs) this is electronic music. Like, this is a DJ, you know. This this space is super cool, you know. Um, So, that's kind of when I like recognized it as for you know being EDM so you recognize it from there you say what oh you know what I'm gonna become a producer all of a sudden or or how does how do you say oh man like I like I like EDM to saying I'm gonna produce EDM yeah I it was pretty much immediate I think I mean so I get in a hard summer and I'm like dude this is crazy like people are just smoking (laughs) (laughs) like and it's just there's all sorts of stuff going on like you know i'm hearing hard style for the first time i'm hearing like just a bunch of crazy stuff Mm -hmm. but i'm standing with in the crowd with a couple homies and we're watching what's so not i don't know if you guys are familiar with what's so not um and i see him up there and he's got like this like drum pad and he's he's got like a couple different things up there and then he has this big silver horse with all floral like and i was just like i was kind of mesmerized by it with especially with like the visual panel in the back mm-hmm. and i turned to my friend i'm like dude i want to do this like i don't know so so immediately at the festival you said yo this th- yeah i need to do this 100 percent. like wow. i was like wow it was just immediate like it, w- it felt so good and i didn't even know how you even go about that mm-hmm. i didn't know anything about Dawes or how you even make like just a regular where where do you even start yeah like it seemed it's so it was such an unknown territory that I was like I don't know how I'm gonna do it but I want to do it Mm -hmm. you know whatever he's doing up there that's what I want to be doing um and then yeah pretty much just from there I head off after hard summer I've got (laughs) this old laptop uh Matthew Polson had or one of my good friend of mine shout out Matthew yeah he had um had this mpk 249 uh mm-hmm. which is now the the keyboard that i've handed down to you wow um and so he's like messing with it i'm like dude that's cool so he kind of kind of like learning about ableton a little bit so i go i get a credit card <laughs> <laughs> oh man i get my mpk no. 249 Damn. it comes with live light and so i just kind of started from there mind you like 2018 2019 i'm not really making anything that great like yeah, <laughs> I can't even remember my first song name. It was pre- it was pretty bad, but you know I was trying. No, of course, man. I mean, yeah. you you need to try and fail to succeed. Exactly. 100%. You know, n- you're never okay. It's very rarely where you, where you'll try it the first time and you'll ace it. Oh, Perfect. super. You know super what I'm saying? Rare. Yeah. A very rare scenario. But 
the reality is is definitely you need to try, you need to fail, and then after those you will get success. Right. Yeah. Experience. It's it's that process of, you know, some people hit it right on the nose. It's a very rare case, you know, but most of the time it's that, you know, you're failing, you try again and you get it right. It's just practice, yeah. you know. Trial and error. Mhm. 100%. Yeah, 2019, so at this point, you know, I had I gotten my my computer, I had a little studio set up. Mm-hmm. I had my dad's old like speakers that he wasn't sure, using sure. anymore. So it's a pretty minor setup. Mm-hmm. Um, now, before we get any further, what would you consider is a great first little setup, like for someone listening trying to get into the producing game? Just a quick little, quick like little setup. Quick little setup. Mm. I would say, first of all, all you need is a laptop. Mm-hmm. I'd say laptop, your choice DAW, whatever that is, FL Studios or. Okay, I was gonna just say yeah for the people that don't know what a DAW is, is 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 that the program? It's a digital audio workspace. Yes, sir. So, yeah, it's, you know, just any program that you're using to make So, it would be like Ableton, FL Studio. Right. Um, Pro yeah. Tools. Pro Tools. Pro Tools, yeah. yeah. I mean, GarageBand, my cousin was using GarageBand to make, you know, you can, GarageBand is a good starter. Um, sure. If you're, <coughs> you know, especially if you're a young kid, it's pretty, it's easy to learn. Kind of gives you a good little layout. Okay. Um, so, I mean, it's not what I would use forever, but... No, of course. Yeah. But, but like I said, for someone just, like, trying to get, like, first get his feet wet, something like that. So, just a laptop. You're, what else? You're going to need... You want, obviously, your audio workspace, mm-hmm. and then you want... Speakers can be a little bit expensive. Um, so, what I would say is some headphones. Okay. Um, Good set. And... Yeah. That's pretty much it. Like you, you don't really have to go crazy on MIDI controllers and stuff yeah. like that. That can you come know. later, right? Like yeah, that can come later. It's just basically getting the the layout, and then I would say if you're for a long when I first started producing, I knew about Splice, but mm-hmm. I didn't want to. I didn't want to touch it. Like I was like, oh, these are all sounds that have already been made. Like I want to figure out how to do it on my own. So I made it happen. I made a full <coughs> track, but it was a lot slower of a process since. You know, I don't have a musical background. Sure. Once I was, I kind of like folded. I was like, okay, let me try out Splice. Like, let me lay some stuff out. I ended up making. You remember Liquid Funk Dance? Sure. sure Liquid sure. Funk Dance was literally all just samples from Splice. But what that did was, it showed me how to lay out a song. Mm-hmm. You know, without having to worry about, okay, I need to sound design this, and I need to do this and this and that. You know, okay. so um, I don't know if that's frowned upon by producers it i don't think so i don't think so man i mean producers themselves put put packs up on there you know yeah and they say to use them I mean, you at, know? The, at the end of the day it's whatever it's gonna make the people dance yeah exactly. that's true and honestly like a lot of the samples on there are super super good like they should be being used as you get further down the line you should start learning how to use a midi controller how to sound design how to use different plugins like stuff like that but when you're first starting like i don't think there's any harm in just Making a track slow, s- solely based on samples, so you know how to kind of lay everything out, you mm-hmm. know. And then you can make a fire ass track because they're all most of those samples are mix and master already, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. So from there, you now are starting to produce. Um, mm-hmm. Does does the journey get stale? What happens? You kind of just hit a wall because because I, I know life happens. I know we sometimes have had to put the journey aside, right? Because we we <coughs> get hit with life. Yeah, I. I started, I want to say 2019, I finished my first track, um, and I wasn't even DJing that much. Fast forward, maybe the next couple of years, when was Austin Housing? 2022? Uh, 2021. 2021. Okay. I didn't really do, I wasn't producing that much. I wasn't even DJing, like, really. Like, I had my board, I had all my stuff, but um, I met my girlfriend, I got, you know, an apartment, um, and then I was just going to shows. You know, I was just more studying the space and really starting to understand it. Because when I made my first track, I was super proud that I made it, but it wasn't what I wanted it to be. And I was like, okay, let me take a step back and really just go and see how people do this and start fueling kind of my idea of what I, you know, what I'm envisioning in my head of what I want to be. Um, And so I took a break for a while. And yeah, after that, I think it was Lost in the House. What's that about? What? Lost in the House. So, for for the listeners, 
uh, Lost in House was started as as a show for my 23rd birthday. Um, originally, it was an idea, kind of just telling everybody, "Man, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of down to throw a show for myself," and everyone saying, "Nah, <laughs> you wouldn't." <laughs> I'm like, "What are you talking about, man? Like, I, I'd be pretty down." They're like, "Nah, bro. Like, that's extra. Like, you wouldn't." So I ha- I got a couple I got, I got a couple <laughs> of those man and I was like really like thinking like these guys really don't fucking believe I'm, I'll throw an event. All right, fuck it, I'm gonna have to throw an event. <laughs> so my birthday was coming up. I'm I'm looking for uh I'm looking for a venue. I find one in Colton. I would say it's a nice space. I I lock in a deal. I went all out, bro. I I did a party bus to get the. Yeah. The people to and from the venue, uh, from a designated location, which was a uh, strip club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know, it it worked out in, in a lot of people's favors. But uh, I I did all types of stuff, man. I had a weed vendor there. I had a uh, I had Plur Vibes come by. Shout out Plur Vibes to do a little stand. Yeah. Um. So they could sell some merch. Uh. And I threw on an event, man. Uh, for my birthday, I, I had my boy here, Bloom, uh, on the lineup. I had my brother, Gonzo, before he was Gonzo, do, like, the pre- pre-open up. I had Eddie Deep. And yeah. I show shout-out Eddie Deep. And I had Nilo on there as well, so shout-out Nilo. And, uh, yeah, man, that, that was, I believe, your first show. Am I right? It's my first show, yeah. So... I remember planning this, and literally, dude, I did this in a month. <laughs> I did this in a month. It's a random side story. If you guys have not checked out the Fire Festival documentary, <laughs> <laughs> that that was literally me, bro, because he did that <laughs> in such a short amount of time. So if you guys haven't watched it, watch that. That that, that was literally me. I, I planned it in too short amount of a time, but I wanted to prove a point so bad. Yeah. So it's a month before the event. I'm, like, thinking of the talent. I call you. When I call you and I tell you, Bloom, I want you to play for my show, man. What's, what what goes through your head? <laughs> well, I was like, I hadn't even been producing or DJing. And you call me. And it was still something I really wanted to do. You know, so yeah, I was still, you know, going to shows and so forth. Um, but you call me and I get that call. And you're like, hey, I'm doing this, doing this party, this show do you want to you want to play and i'm like i'm like yeah bro yeah i'm down hang up the phone I'm like shit <laughs> <laughs> dude i have not touched the decks i was like i don't even know what i want to play um so i just start i just started like listening to a whole bunch of music i was listening to techno everything of like everything under the sun mm-hmm. and then i stumbled upon psytrance and i was like shit I was like, I like this. Yeah. I was like, it's the beat is nice. I was like, it's too. I like, I like quicker paced beats. Yeah. So it just, it felt like it had this feeling of techno, but it wasn't. And then it had, you know, Psytrance can get really funky between sure. just sounding like, you know, the shamans and yeah, everything. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it's just some like hardcore like <laughs> trance type shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then you got the shamans, and yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like. So, I thought it was cool, bro. I was like, it's a new twist that I, I'd never really... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hadn't really ever dived into Psytrance mm-hmm. before, you know? So, I was like, oh, this is cool. So, um, <laughs> get home. I download an app called Noteburner, which, by the way, if you're listening and you see Noteburner and you think, oh, this is a good idea, I'm going to put my, my Spotify playlist in here. I'm going to download all my music, 10 bucks a month, no problem. Do not do it. <laughs> you your your files are going to get corrupted it's it's going to mess everything up so just don't do it damn and not only that i think it it suspends your spotify account right yeah it suspends your spotify account so um Ooh, so you artists make sure you guys don't do that man if you guys are using a s- artist spotify account don't get that suspended man you guys yeah. don't want to lose monthly listeners no yeah don't <laughs> definitely don't use it um it it sounds I thought it was too good to be true, but mm-hmm. I was like, you know, it looked official, so I thought it was, I don't know, maybe they're doing a partnership or, anyway, uh, just don't use Noteburner. Uh, but anyway, besides the fact, I download, you know, the whole Psytrance track list, I put everything together, 
and it worked fine for a couple months so mm-hmm. for that show I was I was all good um and so I just every day after work I'm popping open my trunk I have my my little setup I got my <laughs> laptop got my my tiny BJ deck and I'm just mixing side trance like every day yeah every single day and for for an hour set but I sure. was so nervous man like it's my like this to me is like your debut my debut like yeah. you know so i'm getting i'm getting ready for about a month you know mm-hmm. super super excited uh and and really nervous too but yeah i remember calling you like you know in within that month period because i would ask you like hey can you help me with this or that or just overall ask you like hey man like how's how's the 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 set going uh-huh. you'd also tell me like bro i'm, I'm fucking nervous you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, re- I remember him telling me man I'm like bro you'll do great like it's gonna be awesome, man. Like I know you're yeah. gonna kill it, and you did, man. I remember, although I was running back and forth handling, you know, this and that, I did get to hear you a little bit, and I know you killed it for your first set. Thanks, man. Appreciate you know? that. Yeah. Um, after your Lost in House debut, what happens? What pivots to make you start getting more shows? Get you into the scene? How how do you get in there? Well, we had, um, you know, after after the first show, I was in. I was like, all right, this is it. Like, this is this is what I want to be doing, 100%. Mm-hmm. You know, so not only did it inspire, it, it like, you know, bring this fire that I was ready, mm-hmm. but now I was eager, you know. Yeah. So we have our our show at Clear Vibes that we threw. Okay, yeah. Um, Boston House, so that was a cool one. I think we just, you know, we all, you, Junior, Christian, and I, we all yeah, 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 mixed in at his house. Uh, this is Playboy Flames for the listeners and Gonzo. Uh, and then you send us the Novocaine's Electric Jungle remix competition, uh, or not the sorry, not remix, co- the mix, co- <laughs> mix competition, yeah, 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 a mix competition, mix right. competition. And so, you know, four of us get in there, and Gonzo and I end up winning the mix competition, which is super sick. I was like, yeah. I was stoked. I was like, dude, no way. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, no way I just did that. So I was super happy. Get to Countdown. Uh, it was for the Countdown Afters. Play my first debut set there. And then Sweet. after that, you know, we ended up in Electric Jungle. And then things just kind of skyrocketed from there. From For you, you know, traveling around and, and finding your place and playing at other clubs and venues. And then for me, it was like I was playing more at the Afters. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay halfway through the year like i had this this vision that i I wanted to sit down i wanted to make a whole album i was just about to ask you about that man the idea for an album was probably back in like 2019 it was it was definitely after my first release but i was like you know like i said i was kind of like man dude i need to figure out how to do this because i want my tracks to sound big and so i decided like i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna wait until i get better at producing to actually start an album um and so during during this time between you know lost and house event i'm kind of you know practicing with some stuff seeing trying to get better at producing figure it out doing the spy samples make um liquid funk dance and so then i had more experience going into nova king's electric jungle playing more shows and I was like, this is crazy, bro. Like, I'm playing everybody else's tracks. Yeah. And it was fun. It was super fun, like, you know, getting to play, like, as I started, you know, moving up the sl- the spot times and yeah, yeah, playing yeah. main stage. Okay. And then at one point, I was like, this is really cool, but, like, I'm not playing any original music. And I was like, and that's kind of why, I, like, I wanted to do this. Mm-hmm. So I sit down with myself, and I'm like, okay, so I'm not getting enjoyment just out of DJing anymore. Sure what if I continued on these tracks that I kind of have laid out already? Mm -hmm. So, and that's kind of, that was probably like a little bit in in the year of 2022, you know, maybe a couple months. Um, I probably have the timelines all messed up, but there was a point during those couple months where I just, you know, I told everybody like, I'm going to sit down and work on this album. And that was like a very big moment. Yeah. I remember, man, you were locked in the studio. (laughs) You were locked in. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, yeah, so locked in the studio for the rest of the year, pretty much. Mm-hmm. You know, like you didn't really see me that much. No, I didn't. You didn't see me that much either. Nah, they yeah. straight tossed the key away, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Denali was just coming into the scene around Fucking that time. Fucking lock with your us. ass out. Yeah. 
so it's crazy like the mental toll of being in the studio it, it honestly really not that long like you know maybe seven eight months yeah. max i mean it, it seems like a really long time but it flew by you I know bet. i can imagine it's just it does get really it did get really lonely you know but having like i knew that i needed to do that like there mm-hmm. were a lot of things that i wanted to do i just had to put everything to the side and, and focus on okay i need to finish these tracks get them mm-hmm. done so i can have my album release show like sure. that's the whole the whole goal of this so it was tough but you know at the end of the day like i'm so happy that i did it because i have such a better understanding of producing now I bet. that now in the future having that discipline to shove yourself in that studio and just do it you know changes the whole the whole producing game because now i know like what i want to do in the future so yeah most definitely that's Mm -hmm. actually perfect because the topic is actually seeing things through to the finish yeah and that's exactly what you did Mm -hmm. 100 percent. yeah i think it's important like especially if you if you say you're gonna if you say you want to do something and no matter what like even if you fail at the end but just taking the step to try and finish whatever you have set out to do then you're already winning you know mm-hmm. so exactly 100 percent. were you hitting walls in in that time like were you were you finding it difficult to write music uh yeah there were definitely some times that i'd hit some walls um and i think that i think that goes for anybody that's you know producing you, you're gonna hit some walls um but you know in in those times i would find ways to kind of get myself back on track. And I think the most important thing is when you're producing and you hit that wall, it doesn't matter if you spend eight hours on one kick. (laughs) (laughs) Like if you're just flipping through and, and just trying to find that right kick and you find it at the end of the night, or maybe you don't, but you just make one change in that time period and then you give it a break and then you come back to it my rule was that at least I did one thing with the track every single day, you know, cause I would be looping my track for like five hours a day, <laughs> you know, six hours a day. Sometimes it's you know? tedious, super tedious. But the point was, you know, when I did that one change, I felt good the next day. And even if I hated that one change, I would, you know, it was something that I would come back to and be like, okay, you know, now I've gotten past this wall that I'm stuck on. And at least I did one thing yesterday, you know, yeah so making sure to never not do work on a track so i think it's important for sure how did you come up with the album name triple seven that's that's <laughs> those are my favorite numbers bro we yeah. were literally talking about that on the way here like we, we he was seeing seven a bunch of times on the way here oh no way yeah <laughs> that's crazy i saw seven three times actually no way that's sick 47 37 and 17 oh you remembered it like that too uh-huh. that's crazy bro yeah i was seeing What's crazy is like, I don't know if it's a correlation with the brain or, or whatever, but um, 777 for up first, I'll explain on that. Um, yeah, I always had it in my mind that I wanted to make a storyline sure. behind my music. Um, and during that time, my faith is kind of rocky. I have a lot of questions. Um, but during that time, especially, it was like pretty much non-existent, but I was trying to find it. Um and I don't really know the exact pinpoint of when I decided on 777, mm-hmm. but I know that I was looking for an album name. And so I was trying to figure out like what was correlating with my life. And in that specific time, I was looking for God. And so 777 is, you know, God's number. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just decided, okay, there's the album name. What am I going to do with that? How am I going to correlate it to whatever storyline i want to make up so then 777 i'm thinking okay god creation i want to be creating something Mm -hmm. and the time period that we're in right now is very technologically advanced and i think we're getting to this point where we're going to have ais you know we're going to have artificial intelligence and so i'm thinking like okay edm electronic music like (laughs) you know robots i'm like okay comedy and tragedy so life has comedy and life has tragedy without both you know there isn't because we have tragedies in life and we have comedy and that's what makes life so beautiful Mm -hmm. so 
I decided, okay, I'm going to use the foundation of 777 being God's number as the creation of these two characters as like my creation and my debut of my music, you know? So this was really the birth, more like a birth, and that's why I named it 777. So, gotcha. Yep. And same thing with like the album cover, like the the swirl. With <laughs> the the logo, right? Yeah. <laughs> the logo is actually pretty funny. Um, the first song that kind of shaped the whole album was Set Me on Fire. And so I did like a music video, quote unquote, for it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really janky, but it was my first my first run. I had fun doing it. But there's a I really liked this um the mixed paint look Mm -hmm. you know so it it just it looks cool to me and so in the video i have these like squares that like pop up they're supposed to be like the portals of like comedy and tragedy okay they pop up in the video right so i had a main one and so i was doing like a twirl effect in premiere pro and i had to go get some water so you know i press pause and i go and i grab some water and i come back and the logo is just sitting there like on the screen and I'm, like, standing back, like, looking at it. I just smoked a little bit. And I was like, man, dude, that's cool. Like, <laughs> I had been looking for a logo. Like, I've been trying everything, bro. But I couldn't. I was even doing, like, outlines of, like, the Bloom House. <laughs> so, it, but it just nothing was clicking. You know, it was just like when I was picking my name. It was like nothing was clicking. Except for Bloom House, like, stood out. So, when I came back into the room and I saw that logo, it was just like, that's it. Like, within just, like, a minute again. And I was like, so that logo it's kind of confusing because you don't really know what it is if you listen to the album you've seen it it's basically like the portal i'm going to do more with it later so it makes more sense so people know what it is but basically what it is it's like the portal um that comedy and tragedies like minds are stored in okay so comedy and tragedy are the two characters what a concept man dang <laughs> you, you really went in depth that, yeah, that's super deep and oh, you know like what that. that's Thanks, that, that's a good thing i think every artist should should kind of st- take a step back and really like think what's my character what what is my what is my uh like what story are you trying to tell yeah right, what, right. what journey are you trying to take there your you audience on exactly 100%. like i mean you can dj and you know play a good set and stuff but honestly at the end of the day for me at least i like to think that i want to take people somewhere you yeah know? yeah i want to take some i want to take them out of this space that they're in on this dance floor and right. just transport them somewhere else exactly. with music yeah, and I think that's a beautiful thing about it too. Is is when you're doing those sets, even if it's just a set, like you plan your set around, and when you have that mindset to like take somebody on a journey, that's what makes that mix even even better. Because you can mix, like you said, you can mix and mix, but when you have the intention of taking people through like a musical journey, I think that's that's really cool. Because then that's how your that's how your mix will come out, and that'll display perfectly. You know, yeah. shout out your mix by the way. Thanks, bro. Fire, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> you're welcome. I was pretty high the other day, and I was listening to your album, and I, I had my phone up on my holder, and the album cover's just sitting there, and it's raining outside, bro. <laughs> and, like, I, like, move my head real quick, and, dude, all the stars around it, and around the portal and shit, it looks like they're fucking moving and shit. Oh, bro, so sick. I pick up my phone, and I'm just, like, <laughs> shaking it and shit. I'm like... <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're fucking going through space and shit dude. dog i was like dude this shit is sick i really enjoy the album cover i appreciate that's, it, that's why i had to ask i was like what is i remember what's going I, re- on? I remember first <laughs> seeing Thanks, that that portal um logo come to life at the photo shoot we did here in la oh yeah dude yeah. i remember just seeing it like flowing like like if it was a portal man and we were just right. like this is so fucking cool like <laughs> wow like you're seeing your vision come to life right and and that was the first time like i'd seen it on any sort of screen like Mm. and i didn't know how it was going to look at the photo shoot i put it on a usb and i brought it and he like plugs it in i was nervous to look because i was like i was like man bro like i really hope it looks good (laughs) (laughs) comes out all pixelated (laughs) and i look and i fell in love with it bro i was just like staring at it for a good second and then i like i snapped back into it because we had it yeah, going but i was so proud like it was cool to see it come to life you know you're now right. at the phase of i want to get an album release party going but matter of fact i'm gonna change it up and make it a festival yeah what was up with that why all of a sudden from just a regular party 
to like, nah, man, we're going to make it to a festival. Well, I feel like the one thing I didn't like was the phrase, uh, I guess, party. Because you have like a listening party. And I think that's cool. Like everyone sits down. And at first, that's that's what I kind of wanted to be was just gathering all the homies up and being like, hey, I just finished my album. Like, let's all sit around and, you know, listen to it. (laughs) But I was like, I was like, nah, man, I want to perform this. Like, you know, I want to make like, I want to bring people in this story because it is a storyline like it's not just an an album like i was like i want people to kind of like even if i'm not able to tell the full story right now sure just bring them into like a peek into it on what i'm trying to do um so i get the album done super big breath of fresh air when i finished the last song in the album i sat there for like a good minute like (sighs) i can't i can't even imagine man (laughs) like i was like because every day it was the same routine Work, wake up, work, go back home, work on the album. Same for months. <laughs> <laughs> so now I finish it, and I'm like, "There's, like, that's it." <laughs> yeah. I was like, but now you know, like, then it goes into the mixing and mastering, you know, phase. So I hit up the Knox Center Airbnb. Uh, shout out Edward, and I'm like, "Hey man, <laughs> can I throw a show at the Airbnb?" And uh, he's like, "Absolutely." He's like, 100%. He's like, just what date do you want? And I'm thinking, I'm like, okay. I was like, I want it on the date of a 7 for it being album 777. So I'm like, all right, December 7th. And he's like, okay. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, December 17th. Just give me a little bit more time, sure. you know? Um, and so we locked down the date, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, dude, this is crazy. So I hit up my boy Josh. Shout out Swain Music. He helped me pretty much my mentor mm-hmm. and the one that helped me mix and master down the whole album. Uh, super talented producer and i in the beginning of the year i had drawn we found this piece of paper that i had drawn because i'd always th- thought about throwing a show mm-hmm. um but i i just expected it to be like way in the future like sure. maybe like five years out and so i have this little like drawing it's like a bunch of little stick figures on stage with <laughs> 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 with like synths and, <laughs> and all this the shit, blueprint right? yeah the, the blueprint the blueprint the blueprint ah. hey, hey. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so, you know, I'm like, I'm like, all right, Josh, like, I want to throw a show for this. And he was like, bro, let me jump on board. Let me help you out. So he helped me, uh, you know, mix and master down the album. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of like the he built the whole trust for the show. He built it. He built it. <laughs> Dude, like he, he constructed got, he it. Got, he got down and constructed this thing. He got down and constructed it. The rig for the lights? The yeah. rig for the lights. Damn. All hand-built, piece by piece. What? Wow. Yeah. So um, him and his dad have like a – it's like a house. I, d- I never remember what it is. They basically do work on houses, but okay. it's a shop out in Laguna. Okay. Um, and so, you know, he's like, dude, we're looking at trusses like two grand, three grand, four grand. Wow. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, like the visual panel itself is going to be like 1800 bucks. <laughs> wow. I'm like – you know, and so he's like looking at, he's like crunching the numbers and he's like, bro, what if I just buy the material and I just build it? And I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> he's like, that's commitment, man. Yeah. And he did. He, he, he got wow. the material and he built that thing, man. That's so love too, man. That's, that's love, bro. Shout out that fucking swaying, bro. Yeah. That's my boy, man. Hey, he's he killed that set too, bro. I, he did kill that set, too. That shit was <laughs> crazy, dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah man, bro. I, I see he has uh, stuff coming out soon, man. I'm excited yes, for Yes, he does, bro. He has... Um, I'm actually very excited for him to start... Oh, he just texted me right now. <laughs> 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 um, I'm actually super excited. We actually have another collab coming out. Fire. Um, on the album, we have a collab called Awareness. Uh, and, yeah, that's a fun track. If you guys want to check that out, but... He's got some cool stuff coming out. Like, seriously, he's gotten his mixing and mastering down to a T, bro. So nice, man. Um, stay tuned for that. It, it's always good to have somebody that that really knows their shit so, and dude, can teach crazy. you. Yeah, you know, because those are the people that we need more of out here. Yeah, uh, n- whether it's producing, whether it's DJing, whether it's photography, you know, podcasting, anything that. Anything that they can get you into, man, and they're willing to teach you, that's awesome, man. That's always yeah. a great thing. Yeah, 100%, bro. It's all—it's always good to share the knowledge, you know? 
Um, so so we, we get to the party, okay? Um, walk us through the whole event, man. What what's what's going through your head? How 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 are you feeling? Oh, bro. What's the anxiety <laughs> like? I could imagine. <laughs> Dog, this guy was running around like a chicken with his head off. Bro, dog. you saw me, huh? Yeah, dog. <laughs> I just had to like stop him real quick and be like, "Hey, you're good, dog. You got this. Like, mm-hmm. it's gonna be straight." Like, I I also did that. I was like, "Hey, man, you're doing great. You're killing it. And the event's going well." Yeah, like, you, it was you looking good. Yeah, dude, I was I was incredibly nervous, bro, and because you know we had spent two months now working on the light show working wow. on you know visuals and so forth and i was just getting everyone constructed like trying to get everything situated so everything would run smoothly mm-hmm. um and so it being my first event i was like dude what if people don't show up you know like I- even then i w- even if people didn't show up i would have been really happy with just it being up because I like my vision is just sitting there right in front of me. Like the people, like I, I hope to God they'll be there. But if not, at least we we did what we said we were gonna do. Yeah, man, you yeah. follow through. Yeah, follow through. And um, you know, we had the ticket sales, but like even then, you know, tickets were running like five, ten bucks a pop. Yeah. You know, so it's like it's like when you get a free ticket, you know. But you did something smart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you did something smart, and that is what? The giveaway. The giveaway. The raffle. The raffle. <laughs> the raffle. <laughs> and, man, if you guys know what I'm talking about, you guys know that my guy here gave out some of the dopest shit in this raffle. <laughs> like, he gave away a two-day countdown wristband. That's right. He gave away a uh, dead mouse, a replica dead mouse helmet. Right. And you gave out some personal merch, uh, Bloomhouse like merch and a uh not center airbnb merch yep. t-shirt yep that's right dude all three of those gifts man are over a hundred dollars oh yeah 100 percent. you know right. like you really spent time deciding like some good badass gifts for these people man yeah because i felt like you know if people are gonna even buying for some it when you, people don't know who you are and they're still like showing love and buying that five to ten dollar ticket, which I appreciate because it's like it's like, dude, I didn't expect expect that many people to show up, you know, like realistically. But because of that, you know, not only did I want to make an incentive to be like, hey, buy a ticket, you get some, you could win something really cool. But mm-hmm. at the same time, to show some love back to be like, bro, you really went out of your way to buy a ticket to someone you don't even know, you know, and and to come out to the show, and I'd put so much work into it that I wanted to, I. In all honesty, I in all honesty, I was telling people like if I had the money to just give you all dead mouse helmets and tickets like just for people coming out, like I would do it. But obviously, you know, just ha- just being able to give back a little sure, bit was man. cool, you know. That was that was just really cool to see, man, and just seeing so many people like w- like entering. Yeah, bro. It was it was crazy. <laughs> like when we hit I think we hit like 60 ticket sales. I was like looking at the number. I'm like, dude, no way. Oh, yeah, I think <laughs> I, I was there for that. Yeah. We were outside sitting there like, <laughs> oh, how many people came in? Mm. Dude, you know what? Yeah, man, the day of, I remember because people might not know this, but I actually did security for you. Oh, yeah. Shout out you, bro. <laughs> I, I ran security for you at the door. And within the first 20 minutes of doors being open you're already getting 30 40 people in there yeah i was like, surprised bro super surprised i was even like no way man like good for you like this <laughs> like i was so happy to see it man i i was so happy like seeing the line grow and then like having everyone go in there yeah it was it was awesome man over 150 plus you know oh yeah it was it was a good turnout for you bro and congrats to you congrats on your hard work thanks man. uh we all saw it come to life all of us were so proud of you, man. Seeing you on stage, hearing the Bloom House like chants. <laughs> um, oh, sick! Yeah, it was a dope experience, Denali, man. I mean, you could say it for yourself as a goer, man. Like, tell us through your perspective, brother. What did you feel? What did you see? Uh, I mean, everyone was having a wonderful time over at the main stage, though. That was cracking right there, bro. <laughs> bro, it was sick, dude. That visual panel, I couldn't believe it. I was like, what the. F- how did this guy do that yeah bro it and that <laughs> was like that was a crazy because at 
first, bro, and I know this is going to sound nuts, but I was about ready to sell my car just to, just so I could buy a visual panel for the show. <laughs> this guy was so committed for that visual No panel. excuses. Dude, I, re- I, I told him, I was like, dude, look, I, I know you want this visual panel so bad. I know. Like, I want it for you so bad. But I don't think it's worth <laughs> selling your vehicle. <laughs> He's, and my man said, okay, you have a point. But I am going to have a visual panel there. I don't give a fuck. One way or another. One yeah. way or another. And again, part of like this podcast, like Denali was saying, getting something, getting an idea and following through with it. Okay. Right. Uh, you did that, man. And you proved to people saying, look, I went out of my way and I found a way yeah. to get this done. Exactly. After the release party, man, we've now entered to 2023. What right. what's the goal right now, brother? Let's hear the goals, baby. That's what I've been. Ooh, so give us the juice. Yeah, give me three goals at least. All right. So, actually, after the show, you know, like a day after, I'm at this point. You know, we we had a breakdown and all that stuff, but I sat down and I was like, okay, what's what's it looking like now? Like I was just, and and there was a bunch of people. Like shout out everybody. Like all the artists that played at that event. You know, my girlfriend, Swain, D-Lo, Denali for just coming, you know. Or, well, no, you, you ended I up playing. Play, yeah, you bro. did play. Yeah, you did. had a play. special set last yeah. minute, man. Last yeah. minute bro. Denali set. Yeah, man. 777 Fest, Exclusive, baby. man. That and was... you being hyped about that made me hyped because I was like. Bro, I gave this guy the fattest hug because, like, that <laughs> night I switched from being nervous to excited while I was playing. Like, oh, nice. That's, like the biggest thing like you're out of the nervous phase you know you feel like you're confident and you can just fucking play now and like not worry just have a good time and just play the music for the and that's people a, that's super important that's something we talked about last time is is i i was telling him i get nervous before every single set but then after you play that first song you know there was a time when i played at lost in house and i was nervous for like half the set but then as time went on it was like okay now i'm just nervous before the first song once the first song is is going on good but that's like a that's a cool experience like once you're just having fun with it and i think that's you know super yeah dope. most yeah. definitely um so anyway shout out shout out everybody that helped me on that show man i i couldn't be more grateful i sat down and i was like hey what is what is next year looking like and i have it as main quest 2023 so just up. give us three for this year i'll give the three so the first one is Winter Discovery Project. Ooh. So that's in the books this year. I mm-hmm. have been wanting to win a Discovery Project since twenty se- or twenty eighteen. You know, whenever I found out about Discovery Projects. Yeah. I was submitting before I even had a track. But <laughs> 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 like I was I want I want that win so bad. So that's that's one that I'll always put as my goal. Mm-hmm. But this year I feel like it's actually gonna happen. Uh, yeah. I feel like with with enough work and enough hype and just yeah. building myself up. Staying committed. Happen. Yep, staying committed. Uh, the second one is to release uh, 777 Fest 2, which will be happening on the same date next year, uh, except this one's going to be in L.A. Okay. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. So you listeners, you guys got an early taste, man. <laughs> 777 Fest number two out in L.A., man, in December, correct? In December, yeah. yeah. So... We have a lot of the equipment to make it happen logistically, mm-hmm. um, and just this year, you know, I'm, I'm making a couple moves, so I'll have I'll be better off financially. So, oh yeah, we'll be able to get more production, and hopefully, um, have I want to have three stages this time, oh, wow. uh, just each one themed, and it will be a release party. Um, not too sure what for. I'm thinking I have uh, an EP idea. Ooh. I want to. I want to say the name so bad, bro. Nah. But, and I, I, I got to save it, man. I got to save it. Dang. The juice, baby. <laughs> but yeah, be on the lookout for seven 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 fest two. Okay, give us one more. And let's see. Play seven shows this year. Ooh. Yep. Now everything is just gonna stay revolving around seven. Everything's gonna stay revolving around seven for the next uh, three years. Let me know when you want to get it tatted. I've been wanting to get it right here on this. Bro, neck. wait, are, do you do tattoos? <laughs> do I 
do I know? I, I would not trust I this man with a tattoo. <laughs> no, I, you were saying you were saying what, like you're down to go get one. Yeah, no. oh, bro. Okay, saying. I was like, he's down to get seven 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 tatted on bro. his on his neck. Hey, yeah. you just you just let me know and I'll be there with you because I've been wanting to get seven 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 tattooed. On I've been head. wanting it bad. Like, yeah, I have a seven on my chest right here, but it was a stick and poke, so it's not the same. Like, I want like a a nice piece. Sure. Yeah, bro. Let's let's figure it out because I'm down for that. Yeah, this mm. year. I'm down. Music-wise, what do you got going? So right now, um, like I said, I'll be figuring out uh, what the EP, what I'm going to do for the EP. I have a couple different options, but right now. But will you be releasing singles, though, or just yeah. just that EP only this year? No, no, no. I'll be releasing singles. Um, I Right now, I just submitted for the Dot Remix Challenge for okay. her uh, song, Follow Me. A super <laughs> fun track to make, but I'm going to be working on some remixes and i think there's gonna there's actually one song on the album that i had started and i think that's gonna be my only single for the year that's uh, totally original mm. uh, but the remix i want to do this year are gonna be follow me by dot white ferrari by frank ocean Sheesh. ferrari james hype love okay. you back by Madion, mm-hmm. and sky full of stars by coldplay Shout out my Whoa. mom, dang, because she put me on Coldplay like back when I was a kid. That one, <laughs> <laughs> that one. <laughs> dang, so bro, you, you chose some singing on the podcast. My <laughs> <laughs> he, he's our uh, acapella guy. Oh shit, <laughs> um, dude, you chose some some good tracks to remix, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, I, I'm solid. I'm honestly surprised that you want to do a Frank Ocean remix, dude. I actually I started that one because of Playboy Flames. Ah, um, shout yeah. out Playboy. Yeah, shout out Playboy, man. Because he, I can't remember. I think he said it was his favorite song, and I was like. You know what, bro? I was like, I was like, that'd be cool. And I like listened to the lyrics, and I was like, and how it floats off that track. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. So, went on YouTube. I found the acapella, threw it into Ableton, wrote like a little piece around it, and it actually sounds really sick. I haven't opened it up in since probably like in the beginning of 2022. Oh like it's, shit! It's been a while. It's it's been sitting there for a minute. But You've had it on the back burner. I've had it on the back burner, but like gonzo playboy flames and i were sitting in my room i'm like hey like listen to this <laughs> <laughs> you know you're smoking <laughs> and and i and i rarely like at this you know me i, I yeah. rarely do it at this point but that time i was like i i partook in the festivity <laughs> <laughs> and you know what bro before oh, we man. keep going with your story i just want to throw in there when i first met you <laughs> our relationship was nothing of the sort of music nah bro and we we actually met through the paraphernalia (laughs) yeah (laughs) and which was picking up some mushrooms in the same time right and then later on just weirdly enough only uh linking up to smoke weed together and just talk yeah we were on some buffoonery bro like and now tomfoolery. It's all foolery. <laughs> and now you don't even really smoke now and you're just Yeah man. just here and there, which is cool. Just here and there, yeah. yeah. Like oh, that's, I, that's great. Yeah. I wish I wish I could just like you guys be chiefing, man. That's crazy. You guys <laughs> oh, be going yeah. you guys be going wild, but like that's how I wish I, I could do it now, but like I get to At everyone's pace, brother. At everyone's yeah, pace. Yeah. You know? So I smoke a little at the time, but 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 yeah, back to the remix. <laughs> so I press play. And we're, you know, we're zooted, bro. We're, <laughs> we're super zooted. And I'm, we're, I'm sitting back in the studio chair. And the vibe of that track, because of how the the vocals kind of float off that track, that's the one thing I love about White Ferrari, mm-hmm. is how spacey it sounds. Yeah. Um, so we're sitting there. And then the song kind of, because I only made like, it's like a quarter of the way in. Mm-hmm. It's not even that much. Sure. The song ends and we're just sitting there in silence. And Junior's like, play it again. so i played again so i think it's gonna be a cool track especially on speakers like after the whole thing is finished it's gonna be that track that you're like man like white ferrari like it's such an og song Mm -hmm. you know um so that one i'm actually the most excited to finish but i'm pretty excited for this uh follow me track with um well not with dot but you know it's It's a competition right it's a competition yeah it's not looking too hot. <laughs> hey man, I I saw your view count and for what for what it's worth, it's it's higher than a lot of others. Cool. So man. don't yeah. don't don't doubt yourself, bro. 
Yeah. And like we talked, like we said early in the podcast, I mean, you need to try and fail before you get success. Exactly. The other goals I have on there is to try and win as many competitions as I can. Okay. I'm I'm pretty competitive, <laughs> so <laughs> okay. Like I think it set me on fire when, um, when I won the competition for Electric Jungle, I was like, dude, that felt cool. Like I was like, no way. I was like, so. I think that fire is still kind of in me, and I love yeah. I love winning something, you know. So, how do you distinguish your your day life to your producing life? Like, where is where can you find that balance? I think it just putting your day life and your music life beside each other can be a really tough thing. Um, you know, it's because they're depending on what you're doing, they are usually two very separate worlds, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And finding balance for me has been very tough because I've been on such a work mode, Sure. you know? So I just want to keep working all the time. Like even when I'm not doing something that's with music, it drives me nuts. So, but I think finding that balance is good because if you work yourself all the time, you're going to, you're going to, run out of that creative juice that keeps you flowing so i think a good way to balance it at least for me was splitting up my days mm-hmm. and knowing what days i'm going to take off during the week what's realistic for me to take off and what days i'm going to fully focus on music you know like now life is unpredictable and things are going to happen but if you stick to like some sort of like timeline and blueprint of how you kind of want to live your life that helps out a lot you know, it's better to have direction than no direction, you know, so straight up. Said it good right there, man. Yeah, that's what the the guy at the meeting was saying right before we came. Like, I mean, it's important to have a schedule. I mean, and nobody's perfect, but as long as you stay consistent and, you know, try and stick to that schedule, you're going to see results. Right. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. Like, it might be slower or faster. I mean, everyone goes at a different pace, but regardless, just stay consistent and results will show. Exactly, yeah. Because it's like, a good thing that I heard was on like a, it's like a workout podcast. I'm I'm not, not Arnold Schwarzenegger or whatever his name is, but, (laughs) 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 but, you know, I, I heard it on, on one of those reels where they're like, you know, you go to the gym for a day and pump super hard and you're not going to see results but the guy that goes in there and does 10 push-ups a day 10 curls and walks out but does it every single day he's the one that's going to see the results at the oh end, yeah. at the end of the, mm-hmm. the year or whatever you know consistency is key mm-hmm. i think it's important yeah what about for the people man do you have anything anything to say to them uh anything you want to promote as well yeah first of all Anything's possible, bro. For real. <laughs> Aaron, hell <laughs> like, yeah, man. I'm glad you said that. Fuck yeah. Not, like, obviously, you know, dude, there's limits. Like, we can't walk on, on, air. But you know, <laughs> like, in terms of life goals, like most things are possible, as long as you just really try at them. Um, and I think, you know, just never give up, man. Even even when you're backed into a corner, um, I think there there's also a really good quote. I got sent it during, I was, you remember, I was stressing pretty hard with the fest, um, mm-hmm. but I got sent a video, and it was work in the dark and silence. So, as long as you're working, and you're trying as hard as you can, it doesn't matter how many eyes you have on you, but when you're done with whatever you're working on, you're ready to present it to the world, don't be scared to present it. Just set that thing out. Let people know what you've been working on after you've been working so hard in the dark. You know, you don't always need attention on projects, mm-hmm. you know. But as long as, as you're, you know you're working hard and when you're ready to present it, you put it out 100% and give it everything you got, then most of the time you'll succeed. That's that's genuine that I feel like, yeah. you know. Um, and then as for shout-outs, man, I don't know, shout-out this this podcast, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. That, yeah. that means a lot. So this is my first podcast I'm on, and I think it's going to be cool to look look back on later. Uh, oh, yeah, my guy. You know, so. We can uh, definitely say you're on the rise. Thanks, Ooh, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> man, that's beautiful, man. That's geek. What about music? Any music you want to promote? Yeah, album 777, bro. Go stream it. I had We are we were almost to 90 monthly listeners, and we dropped down to 77. So make sure 
you go stream it um because i'm trying to hit that 100 uh, monthly listener mark before the dot remix challenge links will be links to that will be you heard the guy guys come Uh, on get in there (laughs) what about shows shows both got one that one coming up in may um if you guys want tickets you can hit either d-low or i up yeah uh, we will be at uh may 28th the heat ultra lounge in anaheim yes 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 i'm excited it's uh first show i don't have anything lined up other than that i think i think that's a good thing because i want to get some projects done um beautiful before may and then once may hits just start plowing through everything well, we want to say, man, thank you for coming on to the podcast. Thank you for being our first guest, man. Of course. Yeah. Uh, thank we you for thought having us on. <laughs> it's so funny. Like we we thought of the same guest uh, on the first try. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are <laughs> easily. And yeah, it was we, no thought issue. Guy, we thought you were the guy. We thought you were the guy to have immediately on here first and Appreciate to talk that. about your journey and what you got going on and how you got to where you got. For sure. Yeah. I appreciate that, guys. And then, if you don't mind, if I ask, who you guys thinking for the next one? Uh, we're looking at Frankie V. Frankie V. Yes, sir. That's it, bro. He he's super cool, bro. He's I just I just got to officially meet him the other night. Me Shout too. Guys, dope. Super tight, bro. So, um, I slid him a, a Bloomhouse sweater. Oh yeah, I saw that on his story. Yeah, I was like, bro. oh, lucky. He's he's <laughs> a cool guy, man. And you know what? He's gonna take us through a journey of you know uh self promotion, uh getting into the scene that I know a lot of people are interested on that. Oh yeah, it's yeah. gonna it's gonna be a great podcast, uh, a very uh knowledgeable one. For yeah, sure. It, yeah, it should be a really good. That time. excites me, bro. I'm I'm excited to hear that one. So, Denali, man, you want to add anything, brother? Yeah, bro. We got a um audience question. So from Sarbama, aka Big Homie Ivan. Shout out Ivan. Uh, he said, "What's our favorite song of the day? Favorite album or favorite artist?" We'll let Mr. Bloomhouse, since he's our special guest today, go first. Favorite song of the day? Any of those? Favorite album, song, artist? Go favorite album. No, favorite artist, album, then song. Favorite artist, album, song. Mm-hmm. Okay, my favorite artist, if you don't know already, it's Maddion. That's my boy, man. And then my favorite album is Good Faith. And my favorite song is Love You Back by also Maddion. <laughs> All three, Maddie. Denali? Fuck. Um, you said album, artist, and then song? Artist, album, song. Fuck. There's just too many right now, but... Let me see here. What's the last thing I downloaded? Oh, well, my little mashup I just put out. Oh, yeah, man. I'm uh, really digging that. I've been listening to it in the car uh, and then just. As you should, bro. Vibing, baby. <laughs> so uh, that's my favorite song right now. Uh, Shout that out real quick. Let's let's put that link in the, in the description. Below. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where the Honeys Belong. Mashup by Denali on SoundCloud. It'll be link in description. Go check that shit out. It's mm-hmm. fire. Um, you know what? Favorite artist right now? You know, uh, I've been listening to a, a lot of Rufus Du Soul lately. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, 100%. just kind of vibing with the weather. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of nice there. Yeah, especially then, the rain. Yeah, Inner Bloom, dude. I've, that's, I've just been on <laughs> on repeat this past week. I actually showed Eric, and he uh, lost his marbles. He's never heard that shit before. <laughs> lost his marbles. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well put. He He thanked me for showing him. So, Dude, if you guys haven't heard "Inner Bloom" by uh, Rufus, by Rufus, go Super check that out. Song, bro. It's a classic. Yep. And, and yours? Just broke my top something here. Uh, <laughs> so that was artist song, and then I'm assuming that album. Yeah. Okay. For me, artist is gonna be Dead Mouse. <laughs> Just recently, right now. Um, I've always loved Dead Mouse, but uh, a little more right now. And the song is gonna be X Y Z. Yeah, oh bro. Uh, man, I've I've had that one on repeat for a bit, just cause it's it's ten minutes, but within those ten minutes, that thing is a fucking journey, man. It's so beautifully put together. There's sections that don't even feel like it's still the same song, but it's it's still the same song. It's just so beautifully put together. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's an album. That was it was a single, I believe, right? Yeah, it was a single. Album, I would just say right now, a favorite of mine is going to be my personal EP. Oh, yeah. Um, Let's go. 
EP called Demons. It will also be in the link below. Uh, I've been uh, having that on repeat just because I, I want to hear where I can improve. Yeah, 100%. You know? Yeah, That's yeah. Uh, I, I'm getting now to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm getting tired of this. I need to, I need to one-up myself. Yeah, and by, and by the way, when you're when you're making music, constructive criticism is really, really good. Ooh. Don't be getting mad at people. Don't get mad. Don't get mad, bro. Don't get fucking real, mad, bro. bro. <laughs> <Don't>. <laughs> constructive criticism is amazing because it'll help your track sound so much better. You need the truth, man. I mean, your be- your friends will tell you will always want to be your friends and say, "Nah, man, this sounds like this. It sounds awesome, but yeah, nah, man." I, I shit on D-Lo all the time, bro. If, if it's <laughs> shit, it has to be said. It's shit. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like, That's, like <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna get offended with that because, like, yeah, I probably put a lot of time into that track, but it, if it sounds like booty, man, you better tell me it sounds like that because I'm about to release that. Yeah, to the world. Yeah. So. so. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, Thank you so fucking much, man. Again, one Thank more you time. Guys, Hell bro. yeah. Uh, Thank other you. than that, man, I think we're good. Yeah. Let's go. All right, guys. Till next time, we are on the rise. Let's Peace. Go. Later. Peace.